Hello and welcome. Common sense just flew right in the window and into my mind. Welcome to another episode of Casey's Random Thoughts Podcast. Sit down for a half an hour, wherever you're at, and enjoy what has popped into my mind and what's going to come out of the mouth. Hang on for the ride, folks, because here we go. Folks, I come to you on this Sunday morning, July 3rd, 2022. Tomorrow is the 246th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence uh, being dealt with in Philadelphia. And we're like any other country. We have our problems. We've had them over the 246 years. But that one single document We basically sent it over to England and told King George III and company, get out and stay out. We're no longer, we're no longer, we're no longer dealing with you. We are our own country and we're going to do things our way. Of course, King George didn't like that all that well. Uh, Sent Cornwallis over here uh, for basically another five years, as it were, uh, war was already going on, but, you know, for another five years to, uh, crush this rebellion and put us back under the thumb of Britain, be a case of, that's a case of, uh, looking at Cornwallis and say, uh, how'd that work out for you? Not too well, but folks, I'm going to tell you, Back then, we fought for freedom, and we fought for the blanket of freedom, you know, that, that we sleep under. We wanted our own country, do things our way. You know, 11 years later, we created a, a constitution, set our started setting our government up. You know, four years later, we put in the first 10 amendments, the Bill of Rights. You know, talking about freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, freedom to go out and peaceably protest and make our grievances known without doing a bunch of looting, rioting, destroying, and whatever else. Uh, You know, I love Dr. Martin Luther King. That man did it right. Peaceful protests, bus boycotts. Man made it happen, but nowadays, whether you're black, white, Native American, Asian, you know, Hispanic, it don't make no difference, uh, per se. Nowadays, it's a case of we don't do violence, we ain't going to get nowhere. And there's too many others that want to peacefully protest, but then you get the ones come in from out of town that say, hey. They're out here protesting. The cops are dealing with them. While they're doing that, let's go down and loot these places. Man, I've been wanting a new TV. And so what do they do? They go down and riot and loot and all this under the guise of the protest. They're not protesting about that. They could 
They could give, some of these people could give a care less. I mean, honest truth. Michael Brown attacked a police officer. And they they fought and rioted over it, over the whole thing. Uh, looted, burned places. You know, Minneapolis, I'll admit, Derek Chauvin and the others with him, they deserve prison. They deserve jail. You know, part I'm part of the thin blue line, as it were. You know, I work armed private security. And I can tell you, you know, if I had to stop somebody, I'm certainly not going to put them on the ground and then put my knee on their neck. That's not going to happen. That, you know, that that's murder. And they deserve the punishment they got. You know, I don't care. You know, as as uh, some police officers would say, put a rat in my desk drawer. I don't care. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that rat because why? You don't treat people that way. You know, you don't. And for the other side, for the Antifa that burned down the buildings in Portland. Uh, Seattle's chop zone, Minneapolis, you burn a police precinct, St. Louis, you burn car dealerships and stuff. These people that own the, like, Bummerino or whatever it is out there, uh, they didn't have anything to do with Ferguson. They didn't have a thing to do with it at all. They didn't support it. They didn't uh, fight against it, nothing. They were just innocent people, victims of collateral damage. You know, is what happened. You know, and it just pains me because we have a whole raft of alt-right people, the far right, the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, uh, numbers of them, the three percenters, you know, a number of people that attacked the Capitol, broke into the place, saying that if we stop Congress, if we stop Congress, take them hostage, do whatever, they can't certify the election. And I can tell you, all the people that went to the Capitol that day, January 6th, with the idea that they were going to do this, that they were going to make this happen, you know, I'm sad to say to all of them, you could have stood there for for a year taking that over. It ain't going to matter. Biden was still going to be certified as president. You be damned. And for Donald Trump, I don't know what you did, dude. All the, all the data's not come back yet. All the intel's not come back yet. But if you were guilty of anything in that, you deserve to be punished the same as everybody else. Same with these Antifa people, these looters, these rioters. I don't care who you are, you're human. You commit the crime, you do the time. You know, if you can't act civil like Dr. King did, John Lewis and others, then get away from me. Because right is right, wrong is wrong. You all know this, and and there are too many of you on the left and the right, who are doing the thing of, of saying, 
But, but, but it's the only way we're going to get our point across. It's the only way we're going to uh, put them on their knees and get what we want. Well, it isn't about what you want. It isn't about what the left wants. It isn't about what the right wants. It's about what we, the people, want and compromising in the middle. And that's my problem on the whole thing is I look at Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy. I look at all sorts of politicians in Washington. I look at them and say, you people can't even meet in the middle and compromise. You did on the gun bill recently. And I like some of what's in there, but you still have the ones that Firearms Policy Coalition and others that are saying, no, 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 we're going to fight this. We're going to fight this all together. It's not, no, we're not going to do this. Under the guise of saying, you let them get a foot in the door and they're going to get that door open wider. Then they're going to come in and they're going to take more rights and more rights and more rights. And I say, look, how about you control to these places like that, gun owners of America and otherwise, FPC, the NRA, I look at you and say, why don't you, why don't you compromise and say, hey, government, we're willing to work with you. We're willing to work with you and give you this much to help you combat the deal. Let's work together and combat this. We'll, we'll, we'll give a little bit. We'll, we'll do this. But here's where the line is drawn in the sand. So, though we're giving you this, don't come back expecting to get the foot further in the door because it's not going to happen. Because we'll cut the foot off. We're willing to compromise and meet in the middle. But where we've drawn the line in the sand, you are not to cross that. But they don't want to do it. I've got a patch laying in my bedroom. It says Firearms Policy Coalition. All the rights, all the time. And I look at that and say, yes, I let, I'm armed private security officer. I depend on a firearm to protect me should I be attacked. You know, I do want my rights, so to speak, but damned. And I hate this, pardon that language, but I look at it. We do need to raise the age to buy a long gun to 21, maybe 22. We need to do it. We need to do it. There, there's those on the, on the right that are going to say, how dare you, traitor? I say, no. I'm not a traitor. I look at it and say the age needs to be raised. But I also offer an alternative that goes with it. And that's this. If a 16, 17, 18 year old, whoever, wants a firearm because they're going hunting with dad or they're going out 
to their schools that have target shooting teams that go to the range, you know, and have matches. The NRA sponsors some of that. I look at that and say, they want a weapon, that's fine. Mom and dad, you know, either one, mom or dad, parent or guardian, whatever, goes in, passes the background check for the weapon. The government says, what are you going to do with this? Well, I'm going to give it to my son to hunt with. I say, okay, that's fine. You know, don't consider that to be a straw purchase. Put it down as a manner of saying, dad is buying the gun to give to his son to go hunting or such. Okay, fine, dad. We'll sell that rifle to you. But since you're buying it for your son, for the federal government, you're going to sign a statement that says you are responsible for that weapon. If your son misuses it or your daughter misuses that weapon and commits a crime with it, then not only is that child in trouble, but you, dad, who signed to get that weapon, you're in court as well, possibility of going to jail. Same as your child, because it's your responsibility for the safety. You are the adult. And I look at that and say, should happen that way. Make the parents responsible. The weapon is used only under the supervision of the parent or guardian. And if at any time that son or daughter commits a crime with that weapon that mom or dad bought, well, child goes to court, the adult goes to court, people get sentenced to jail, and it's dealt with. I look at the felons and say, you're out here with the, you're out here illegally handling a firearm. That's immediate federal charges. We'll fill the federal prisons up with felons who are not supposed to have a weapon. And if they're caught with it, prison. Think of what you could do, people, with 10 years of felons not being on the street who were found to be illegally carrying a weapon. Even more if they've committed a murder, robbery, rape, something that would warrant more. But you make it consecutive. Oh, after you get done serving your 10, 12 years for uh, this rape or this robbery, Guess what? You get to go to prison, federal prison for 10 years because you, you, you were a felon with a weapon. So very simple. The politicians could fix this in no time. You know, you crack down on the bad and you leave the good and law-abiding alone. 
would seem to work out, but politicians don't want it that way. The Bloombergs and the Shannons of the world and all this, they don't want anybody to have a gun. They even, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to assume. I'm not going to say something, you know, do libel or slander or something and say that that they don't even want the police to have a weapon because I don't know. I just seriously don't know. You know, you people in Washington, the elites, and in these states, we've got to come together and compromise on this stuff before our country goes down the toilet. We have to. I don't care whether it's on inflation, abortion, what. You got to come together and get to working or we all go down the toilet. Well, no, you won't because you have a crap ton of money and you'll survive. You know, you, you'll you survive. The rest of us, oh, sorry about your poor luck. Uh, you know, we tried. No, you didn't try. You failed. Don't give me excuses. I don't like people breaking Rule 19. You know, we got the highest gas prices going on right now in this country that we've ever seen. Places out in California, Hawaii, possibly even Alaska, I haven't checked, $7 a gallon for gas. Well, sorry, kids, we can't go to Kings Island today or Cedar Point, uh, Six Flags, you know, uh, Magic Mountain, whatever, you know, we can't go, uh, gas is too high, you know, I got to put gas in the vehicle, uh, that $100 that I was going to use, that, that $100 or $130 I was going to use to take us out, you know, here somewhere, well, we got to put that in the gas tank and, uh, you know, had something go wrong in the house. I got to pay to fix that now. And it's going to cost me $200 for the part, you know, and we have a president, we have a Congress that are all sitting up in Washington, worried about Donald Trump in January 6th. We keep having this deal go on. And they pass a few bills here and there that, you know, just like this gun bill they passed, okay? I can agree with a lot of what's in it. Uh, checking juvenile records and stuff, I can go with that. But people are out here starving to death, not able to work, not even able to get their car fixed and stuff, keep the money coming in to keep a roof over their head because you people up in Washington can't even sit down and compromise because, because you're like Dalton in Roadhouse to where he says, it's my way or the highway. And that's what you're doing is my way or the highway. You know, we got the, the Democrats and the liberals on the left, the squad, you know, the Bernie Sanders. We've got the the Jim Jordans, the Kevin McCarthy's, you know, the Ted Cruz's, the others on the right. And I look at every last one of these 535 people, as well as our vice president and our president and say, 
When are the when is the American public going to get any relief? Because they're not getting it now. Biden just curbed more oil drilling that could get us out of the uh, that could get us out of the the oil problem. But you know whatever, uh, they don't need it. They don't care. Because if they did, they'd be helping us out. But while you, Joe Q public and Jane Q public and your kids and your kids, Dolly, Mary and Olivia, you know, supper. They're up there. They're up there having their party. Look at the original Battlestar Galactica. Uh, the one episode to where they have the 220 ships, one battle star. And people are starving to death, and yet the one ship has all the elites, has a whole raft of food, and looks at everybody else and says, we're not giving up our stuff. That ain't happening. And the military, as it were, has to come in and commandeer that food to spread it around so people can live. Because the elites ain't going to give it up. I mean, it just, what can I say? Nobody wants to work together. Our great Supreme Court struck down New York's May issue stuff. Going to affect California, Hawaii, Delaware, Massachusetts, other states. You know. And I'll make a bet that New York, California, Hawaii, these places are going to say, oh, you can have a concealed carry permit. We're, we're shall issue now, but you're going to get, you're going to pay to get liability insurance. You're going to pay to take 100, 200 hours training, you know, some outrageous amount. You're also going to do the thing of, of undergoing maybe some sort of uh, psych eval. I mean, honest truth. I have a figuring they will become shallow issue, but they're gonna they're gonna make that hurdle so high that they're gonna get sued again, and they're gonna say, and they're gonna say as it progresses up through the courts and the Supreme. Well, we got another two three years we can go along. Uh, you know, before maybe the Supreme Court knocks this down. But at least we got that much. We got March for Our Lives, every town, uh, you know, and stuff. Uh, the Bloomberg stuff. The Shannon Watts, the David Hoggs, uh, others. You know, and I look at it too. Mr. Hogg, Mr. Kashuv. And Ms. Gonzalez, nobody would know their names had Nicholas Cruz not gone and committed a heinous act of murder. And I look at anybody and say, really? Out of that tragedy, you're going to, to you're going to gain fame and use it to your advantage? I can't fathom that. I really can't. You know. And then the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. Now all these states are coming out. Oh, you can't do abortion. And so 
women who can are going to go to Illinois, California, these places, they're going to have an abortion anyway. And the state governments are going to say, well, women, we found out you went to Illinois and had an abortion, therefore you're under arrest. You killed your baby because you're you're a resident of whatever state. I just, like I said, nobody can meet in the middle. We have... We have some on the far right, and I watched it on YouTube, some on the far right that say, and this was a man doing this, saying that to a woman, that if through no fault of your own, you miscarry the baby, your body just suddenly something happens and you miscarry it. You know, you did nothing to cause that. Your body just involuntarily said, not going to happen today. It's at that point, this man was saying, you deserve to go to prison for life or the death penalty or whatever else. Because that fetus from the moment of conception was alive and the pregnancy got terminated. And the woman would say, I didn't do anything. Doesn't matter. Jail or the death penalty. You know, they want to force pregnancy on these women. And I look at it, if they're a victim of rape or incest, they should immediately be given that plan B stuff. They should It should immediately be dealt with. Don't give it five, six weeks. Woman gets raped, start on that medication, start on the deal. Victim of incest, you get pregnant. I say, hey, the option should be there. But I got to look at women and say, hey, don't do this thing of carrying a baby seven, eight months, nine months, whatever, you know, for that long of a period of time and all of a sudden decide, I want an, I want an abortion. I don't want this kid. It's going to ruin my life. No. It's at that point I look at it and say, no, you went that long. You need to carry that baby. If you didn't want that baby, you should have thought about that back, you know, after you had the one night stand or whatever uh, permissive sex you had. There's going to be those that are that are going to argue with me, but I say, look, we got to meet in the middle somewhere. We really seriously do. You know, we really seriously do. And there are those on the left yelling now, oh yeah, they'll let people carry guns anywhere, but they're gonna they're gonna criminalize abortion. Again, why can't you work in the middle? And the elite, they're all out of touch. Our inflation's so high and through the roof. You think these uh, elites, whether it be Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or anybody, do you think? And especially in the food service industry and stuff, do you think that if we had, say, a $20 minimum wage across the country, do you think that prices will stay the same as what they are? They won't. Because number one, these CEOs are not going to give up their money. They're not going to give up their rich status, their elite status. 
They're not going to lose money out of their pocket. You ain't, get, you ain't getting into my pocket to pay these people. Well, folks, we got to raise prices. And so what happens? You could have a wage of $1.70 and spend $4,000 on a car, 1971. There's a space in between there. Now, come to now, minimum wage in some places is $15. The lowest price just about that you can buy a car for, I would say is in the area of $20,000. Same spacing, you're not gonna get no work because Nixon did it once, raised the wages, froze the prices. And oh, there was the furor and uproar over that. People were finally getting somewhere, but no, you can't do that now. So, you know, we're all going to go down the toilet. It's all going to be over and done with. You know, folks, I'm telling you, we got to get this stuff in order. And to end this, as it's coming up on the last minute of it, I tell people, Every day that I work, I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, Native American, which I'm supposedly part Native American myself, uh, kind of look it. Uh, but anyway, the point I make is treat people nice, treat them with respect, you know, and if their opinion differs with you, so what? Let it differ. No need to get in an argument or a fight, you know, waste your energy. You know, I mean, I've had people yell and scream at me. Just look at it like, okay, whatever, you know, uh, because I'm not going to waste my time. Time I can't get back. Money I can make all day. So just remember that, folks. We need, as Kenny Chesney said, we need to all get along. And with that, folks, I'm going to tell you, I appreciate your time and listening to all this. I know I'm just ranting off random thoughts, but that's how it operates. So until the next time, it may be a while, I don't know. Have a great day, folks. Enjoy your 4th of July. Sleep under the blanket of freedom and be well. Tune in again. Yes, it's true. The episode's over. We are all done now. I return you back to your own mind. Thank you.